Welcome to the Running For Your Life podcast, the podcast where we talk about running and getting fit to live a long and healthy life. I am your host, Barry Karch, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. And if you're out there running while you're listening, awesome. Keep up the good work. I just finished my run this morning, and there's nothing like starting out the day with a run to make you feel really good about yourself and enjoy the rest of the day. I've been training for my event coming up in a couple of months, 29029 Everesting. And on the training plan today, it called for a 100-minute run, which is a pretty long run, but it was at a very, very easy pace. It called for me to run at zone two. And if you're not familiar with the heart rate zones, zone two is a very easy pace. It's a pace you feel like you could run at for a long time and easily hold a conversation. This is kind of a new thing for me, running at this pace. I'm used to pushing much harder. And so in order to run at zone two, I've had to fight myself on several runs to slow down. I have to constantly tell myself, slow down, take it easy. But now that I'm starting to get used to it, it's kind of a nice thing to not have to go so hard all the time and to really just get out there and enjoy it and be present with what's going on in nature. 29029 is not a race. Speed doesn't really matter for this event. It's an endurance event. I have to complete the equivalent vertical ascent of Mount Everest. So it's about endurance. So that's why they have most of these training runs at an easy pace, but long, and I'm sure they'll continue to get longer and longer. It's about endurance. So that's where I'm at right now in my training. So far, things are going well. Uh, My left leg is bothering me just a little bit. It's not 100%. It's not terrible. I'm probably somewhere in the 85-90% range as far as health of the leg goes. But um, next week is what they're calling a recovery week, so I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm going to take some days off and go easy on the other days, and hopefully the leg will get even better. Today for you on the show, I have a special guest, Alex Morrow. And I was so anxious to have her on the show once I heard her story. It's somewhat similar to mine. Um, Alex was always a very active person, but as she got a little older, she put on some weight, as many of us do, me included, and she found herself in a pre-diabetic stage. And the scary thing for her was that her father and her brother both had heart issues when they were her age. So it kind of really scared her into taking charge of her health and her life. So today's episode is all about that, taking charge of your life and doing something about your health. Alex's goal is to live a long and healthy life and to be able to be active, to be able to keep up with her son and future grandchildren, and also to compete in events for herself and be able to have the health to do whatever she wants to do. So Alex is going to share her story about how she took off the pounds and how she is living the good life. So let me bring on Alex. 
It's my pleasure to welcome Alex Morrow to the Running For Your Life podcast. Welcome, Alex. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Barry. Well, I'm so excited to have you here because you have had such an interesting journey and that kind of parallels what I've gone through a little bit. So um, could you share a little bit about your your health and fitness journey, where you've been and, and where you're going? Sure. So um, I'm 52. And um, I've always been pretty active. Um, growing up, I was a I was a lifeguard and I was a competitive mm-hmm. swimmer. Um, but when I got into college and and after that and had my my first and only kid, you kind of get you kind of slow down a little bit and, and uh-huh. start living the life of a mom and and you know following your your kid in baseball and all the activities that they do. And I just I kind of stopped doing. Um, the active things, the swimming, and and I never really liked to run. But um, when I got close to forty years old, I decided I I know how to swim. I'm a pretty good swimmer. Um, I wanted to do triathlon. Um, oh wow! So where did that come from? Had you biked at all, either, or or you hadn't done that also? No, never biked. I wow. had a brother who was a cyclist, so he did like hundred mile races. But I just decided that um, I I don't know why a triathlon, but I, <laughs> that's a I big decided, undertaking to take on. Yeah, but it was a sprint triathlon. It wasn't a huge one. So, um, but I started training. And I really enjoyed the training for a multi um, multi event type um, race, and um, I don't know. I I enjoyed that, and I did that once, and I and I and I. Um, we went to South Beach, Florida, mm, and nice. that was where my triathlon was. I was training in um, in Arizona, and so wow. I hadn't been out in the open water for years since I was a, a lifeguard. But I felt like you know I could do it. So I I, I did that race. I enjoyed it. Um, I almost drowned. Oh wow! <laughs> but I, I had traveled so far. I didn't really dr- almost drown, but I drank a lot of water and. Um, was swimming along the the beach and I kept hearing the lifeguards yell, you're going the wrong way. Oh no. <laughs> and, I, and I would look up and it was me going the wrong way. Oh, but wow. my, my parents had actually traveled from San Antonio all the way to Florida so that they could root for me. And so I thought I can't, I can't quit just no. because I'm swallowing all this salt water. I'm going to keep going and finish it. Um, you know, I got onto the bicycle and it took me a while, um, finishing up my run. My dad was actually thinking that they needed to call the police and see where I was, but (laughs) I accomplished my goal. I was not the last person and and I finished and I was not, um, I was not injured. So that's a big Um, accomplishment just to finish it. That's, those are not easy. It really, it really was. But so I did that and I did a few after that, but I wasn't, I didn't really do a lot, but then I, um, so that was when I was 40. Um, I'm 52 now. And just over the last few years, I decided I wanted to be a runner and I had never really been very good at running, but what I brought some- that on. Why did you decide you wanted to run? Well, I have some friends who are doing the Ragnar trail relays and we're having a lot of fun with them and I have some cousins who were runners and they asked me if I wanted to to run this with them and I'm like sure I'll (laughs) I'll try that and so I started training for it and um 
did a couple of them. I wasn't very good. I didn't feel like I knew how to run. Mm-hmm. And um, and then ended up, I mean, I I finished them. I felt like that was a big accomplishment. But over the past year, it kind of changed. Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Um, I, I don't know what a Ragnar Trail Relay is. So um, could you explain what that is? Sure. So it's a it's a trail relay, so not road. So on a trail, we we did the um, the Texas Trail Relay, and it's 120 miles. Oh wow! It's no small little race. No, no, but it's split up with eight people. Still, so you have eight people on your on your relay team, mm-hmm. and um, each person runs 15 miles. But it's done in different loops. So I would start off with a loop that might've been the seven mile loop. And then I do a five mile and the three mile, but there's seven people in between. So there's time to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, seven miles was probably the longest that I'd ever run. And I would say run slash hike because it was in the hill country. So there oh, was wow. a lot of elevation um, and heat and cold at some points um, just because of being out in the hill, Texas hill country, mm-hmm. it be super hot during the day, but cold at night. Um, but it was fun and I, I wanted to keep doing it. Um, but last year I, well, I'll, I'll go back, back and, and say this. So we, we lived in North Carolina for a while when I started and, um, kind of been all over the place and, when I was in North Carolina, I decided that another goal that I wanted before I turned 60 was to hike the entire Appalachian Trail. Wow. Um, 20 miles at a time, just doing section hiking. And then we found out that we were moving to Hawaii. So mm. my, my dream of finishing the Appalachian Trail before 60 is probably not going to happen. I can't I feel too sorry Hawaii, for you moving to Hawaii. Um you can't. Yeah, nobody can. It, <laughs> and it's a wonderful place, but it's very, very different. So I, I wouldn't say that I was super healthy before that. When I went to Hawaii, a lot of the um, local um, cuisine is very heavy with rice and like sugary fruits, lots of noodles, just um, not what someone who has uh, the potential for being diabetic should be eating. Mm-hmm. So the first year that I was there, I gained some weight, um, was still kind of active, but I had gained quite a few pounds and I wasn't feeling very good. And so I went to my doctor and I asked if they could, well, back up a, a little bit. My brother and my father both had heart issues at my age. And wow. so, so that must be pretty scary. Absolutely. And so I, I felt like I needed to go to the doctor and to mm-hmm. talk to her about you know, am I healthy enough to be running? Um, because I wasn't feeling good. And so she did an EKG and she said, your heart's healthy. You're fine to run. You're probably not going to be able to do this trail relay. And of course I'm thinking, well, what do you know? <laughs> I, can do this. I did them, I did them before. Right. But um, a few days after that, I was in the ER with um, kidney stones. Wow. And they did some lab work and I found out that I was diabetic. My A1C Ooh. was super high. It was like 9.6. And um, I just just felt awful. I um, went back to see her and she wanted to put me on insulin. She did wow. put me on insulin, put me on metformin. 
And what she didn't know about me is that as soon as I got that news, I turned everything around. I just, I, I knew how to eat right. I was just, I felt like I was just cheating a little bit. So that was your wake, that was your wake up call then, right? Yes, it was absolutely my wake up call. Um, I just, I turned everything around. I, I, I follow a, a keto, like a Mediterranean keto type diet. I've been working with a nutritionist out um, in Honolulu that's been kind of following me. And um, but I turned that around. I didn't need the insulin. As soon as I started taking it, I, Fantastic. I, I started eating right. My um, blood glucose started going a lot lower and the insulin actually made me very sick. So I wow. stopped taking that. And within, so I think that was in April of last year, I still ran the the trail relay in October successfully faster than I had ever run it before. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. And I had lost 20 pounds between April and October. That is incredible. That's great. You must've felt so happy about that. I felt super happy. I also felt so much lighter and um, the running was so much easier. And like, I, I knew that I didn't know how to run very well before and I wasn't enjoying it. And I finally started to enjoy it. So, yeah, um, that happened yeah. to me too. Cause um, I took off 35 pounds that I put on and I followed a somewhat keto type diet. Also, I went very low carb because my uh, blood sugar was also high from before. And then uh, I found all of a sudden, wow, I really enjoy running now again. <laughs> so same thing. It makes a big difference. I mean, just your energy level mm-hmm. improves. And I also got a running coach. I think maybe I didn't know how to like form wasn't very good. Um, breathing wasn't very good. Um, losing. So now I'm down 30 pounds. That's fantastic. I feel like I want to take off at least 10 more pounds, but mm-hmm. um, doing it slowly, doing it in a healthy way and just trying to slowly get get into the running in a way that's like I'm not pushing myself too hard I'm trying to run so that my heart rate is still low Mm -hmm. and just increase um, the minutes and keeping my heart rate low and as long as it takes for me to get to a point where I'm going a little bit faster and getting more miles in um, and that's kind of the way I trained for a half marathon I just completed about a month ago fantastic yeah. So I had never thought, I mean, I know I did 15 miles in that Ragnar relay, but it wasn't straight, straight through. <laughs> I've never yeah. done 13.1 There's miles. There's a difference. <laughs> it really is. And plus for me, running on a trail is so much more interesting and fun because you're watching for roots and rocks and you're going uphill and downhill. And, you know, it's just, for me, it's more interesting. So doing a road race, was intimidating and the miles were intimidating. Um, and I, you know, in my training, the most miles I got in were probably 10 miles. And so when I went out for the the half marathon a few, a few weeks ago, um, I didn't know exactly how I was going to do or how I was going to mm-hmm. feel afterwards. I was kind of expecting that um, my feet were going to really hurt and that I would be exhausted. And I finished it and I never felt sore the next that's, day. That's Not awesome. And like, that was probably I, my proudest moment. I, I came in in the top third of my age awesome. for doing it for the first time. I was very proud of that. That's incredible. You know, my goal had always been, I want to finish 
I want to finish and sure. I don't want to want to be hurt uh, or I don't want to be last. So finish and not be last. <laughs> but, um, so I was really proud of, of being in the top third of my age group and, and finishing in the top half. There were, there were probably 6,000 people in the race. So it was a pretty wow. big race for me, but, um, but, but after that feeling the next day that my feet weren't hurt, my body wasn't hurt. I wasn't tired. I felt like I could still go for a run afterwards. That was the big moment for me that I felt like, wow, I'm, I, I've really improved. Oh my yeah. Health. That's and, incredible. Yeah. It's, and it, it was just a little bit at a time. I, I, I wasn't pushing myself really hard or ever really feeling like I was um, working out too hard and I've just been enjoying it. And I know that, you know, bringing my blood glucose, that was part of, that was my goal to get healthy and you have to be active to, to really control diabetes. Um, I'm out of the diabetes zone. I'm not taking medication anymore. And I just know that for me, living a healthy lifestyle and staying active is my overall goal. Like I want to be able to someday run around with my grandkids. And right now my son is only 25. Um, I still want to be able to, you know, vacation and do active things with him and his girlfriend because they're super active. So it's mm -hmm. some, it's my motivation. If I'm going to hang out with them, I need to be active too. Yeah. Well, Alex, that's such an inspiring story, how you were able to take control of your life and get back on track and accomplish so much. Um, well, my question you. for you on your diet, when you change your diet, did you find that hard to do? Was it hard to stick to it? Did you miss certain foods or were you just super focused on um, getting healthy and it was easy for you? So it was easy for me because I was super focused on getting healthy. Like I, I think it scared me enough mm -hmm. that it was, I don't want to die. Like I, I don't want to have a heart attack and I don't, I've had family members who have died of diabetes. So it was very easy for me to get very focused and um, do better. Now that I've lost so much weight and I feel good, I get tempted and I have to remind myself, I, I never say that I'm not diabetic, even though I'm under that, you know, A1C, I'm always going to say I'm diabetic. I I'm tempted now to, you know, I'll, I've been traveling for four weeks, like I told mm -hmm. you, um, eating in restaurants and eating outside. That's hard. Eating bread. And like, when I say I'm cheating, like I eat bread. Yeah. yeah. Feel guilty <laughs> about it too, right? Yeah. And I feel, I do. I feel guilty. I, I've had desserts several times over the past four weeks. And when I'm at home, you know, I'm not doing that. So um, my cheating is not like other people's cheating. Like I don't drink sodas. I don't have, I don't, I don't have sugar in my house. There's, there's a lot of things that I, like I'll, I have stevia. I eat chia pudding. Okay. I eat fruits, like fruits are my sweets. But since I've been traveling, I've done things that for me feel like major cheating. Uh -huh. <laughs> and my yeah. nutritionist constantly reminds me that I'm doing, that I'm doing a really good job and that I'm not, you know, I'm not going backwards. I'm just, like I'm probably living a, a a pretty clean diet, clean lifestyle compared to a lot of people. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm sure you are. Yes. What I found is um, after you get away from sugars a bit, 
fruit, like you said, fruit has never tasted so good to me. It tastes so yeah. sweet. It tastes like a treat now. Um, it definitely does. But I, I do cheat once in a while. I have an awful sweet tooth. And I just, every now and then I have to have a little ice cream just as a reward for if I do a long run or something, um, just to keep my sanity and to, it helps me keep on track. But every now and then. Yeah. I'm trying to reward myself with things that aren't food. So yeah, I'm trying to reward that's myself, smart. myself with like, I'll go to Nordstrom's and go to the cosmetic counter or something or buy that's smarter. outfit. Yeah. But I, I'm with you. Like when it comes to sugar, I'm, I always tell people I'm like Buddy the Elf. Like if I start eating sugar again, I know that I can get out of control. And <laughs> it's I easy. Just, yeah, it really is. And I mean, it's like a drug and I, I yeah. have to, I have to stay away from it. Just yeah. For me, like I don't have a full dessert. I'll have a bite of somebody else's dessert. That takes willpower. That takes a lot of willpower. It does. And sometimes I don't have it, but, uh -huh. but again, like I have to remind myself all the time, you are a diabetic and mm -hmm. you want to live. You have a lot to live for and living is not just, you know, laying on the couch, living is being active going, you know, I have this big hike that I'm going to do in July on the Kalalau trail in um, Hawaii. And like that is living and to do stuff like that, I have to be healthy. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, got to keep, keep those little reminders and always have something that I'm looking forward to. to exactly. Exactly. I was going to ask you what's next, but you beat me to it. So um, <laughs> you got the big hike coming up, but I agree. I think it's always good to have a, a challenge or something in front of you to keep you really focused and, and on track. So um, any words of encouragement for other people who are maybe struggling with their health a little bit or wanting to get more active, but aren't yet. Um, what could you say to them to encourage them to get going or take charge of their life? I would say that it it's, it's never impossible. I talk to people all the time that say that it's just impossible. They're, they just don't feel good. They can't, they can't run. And I would say, I didn't start off running. I started off walking. You, mm -hmm. you walk for so many minutes and then, you know, you get good at that and then you start going a little bit faster and use, and each, each improvement feels good. Um, but I think also you have to have something that you're looking forward to. And um, for me, it's looking forward to grandchildren someday, um, being active with my son and my husband mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, living an active lifestyle. If you're not looking forward to something, then it's hard. If you have that goal and something that you're looking forward to, it becomes easy if you know that you have to overcome health issues. Yeah, I, I kind of call it your big why. You have to have a big why that you yeah. can picture in your mind that gets you going and you know why you're doing this and it gets you motivated. Absolutely. Well, Alex, thank you so much for sharing your story and being on the show. It's you are time. so inspiring. All you've done and how you've taken charge in your life, it's, it's really incredible. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoy my talk with Alex and that she has motivated you to take charge of your life and your health, and to remember your big why for running in the first place. If you know anyone else who would be a great guest for this show, or if you are interested yourself in being on the show, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you at barry 
Karch at runningforyourlife.us. Also, let me know how you're taking charge of your life, what you're doing to live a long and healthy life. While you're here, can I ask a very small favor of you? Would you be so good as to leave a review of this show wherever you're listening to it? That would be such a big help. I would truly appreciate it. I'll be back with you next Monday with a new episode. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any. And I look forward to talking with you again then. And until then, let's outrun Father Time together.